Well, it's been it's been long in coming. As you know, we opposed the nomination of of Balegambete in the National Assembly when she was nominated as, as, as speaker. We felt that before the campaign, uh, Balegambete had been very very deliberate at protecting President Jacob Zuma. And now it's come to the fore that, in fact, now that she comes into the House, it will beg the question whether she'll be able to stay impartial or will continue to to defend President Zuma. Also, the House and Parliament is deteriorating where, in fact, constructive debate is not taking place. So we are of the view that, uh, that as the opposition party, that uh, we've lost confidence in her and uh, she's losing credibility. It's tradition all over the world that a speaker resigns from a party, from, from the party that, that, that elects them, and that seat doesn't get contested. It's that convention for this precise reason to make sure that people are given the right to have an impartial speaker who can speak, who can defend the constitution of the republic rather than the party they come from. But given, you know, this notion of impartiality, given that the rules provide that the speaker would be drawn from amongst the MPs in Parliament, do you think you could ever achieve a speaker who is totally impartial? Well, I think it'll, it, the question must be put forward as to how, how do we go about uh, writing a policy about that. In fact, in this instance, all we're simply asking for is to say, well, at least they mustn't be a senior member of the party. You can't be a high-ranking officer in your own party and then also stand as, as, as a high-ranking officer in government. We should rather be discussing how we can make sure that the high-ranking officers are, are people who, can, who, who, who are impartial, who are not senior in the organization. So it would be a conflict of interest for me or for someone who is senior in the DA to stand as speaker. Do you think it's fair to ascribe the deterioration in decorum in Parliament to the lack of impartiality on the part of the speaker solely? If a football match deteriorates, we don't look anywhere else. We should ask the referee of that football match as to what happened in that football match. And in this instance, if the decorum of the House is falling apart, now there's a new level of militarization where, in fact, the police have now been deployed into the precinct. We carry on at this level, it will make Parliament unworkable and, uh, and will make it a place where debate doesn't take place. And the Speaker himself, when Parliament fell apart, instead of taking decisive action, the Secretary General of the ANC made the call and now the security cluster involved. You can't have the executive running another independent part of government. It simply cannot be done. Looking at Balekambete as the current Speaker, how would you say she's different from previous speakers, and do you think they did a better job than her, and why? Well, if you look at someone like Max Sulu, he was the first to call, in fact, he allowed the tabling of the ad hoc committee on Nkandla. And just even on that simple issue, now you can recall, I, when I walked into office this year, I'd been desperately calling for the speaker to set up this ad hoc committee. It is taking us months on end to get it with ridiculous excuses at times coming forth. Now, finally, we've got... So we need a speaker who will say, what is the constitutional mandate here? Not what is the Lituli House mandate. What is the constitution of the Republic saying? And therefore, their job is to defend it. Once you don't have that and you feel you lose confidence in that, you end up with with a house that feels like the rules are not being applied fairly and uh, it deteriorates even further.
Do you think you'll be able to get your way? Highly unlikely, of course, given the numbers uh, situation. But uh, what actually are you hoping to achieve anyway? Well, I think there have been a number of achievements. The one is we've been able to work together as opposition parties, as I've been at some. It's a project that we've certainly been involved with and, and very keen to get going, and I've been calling the opposition benches together. And the second issue is the fact that when you have a discussion about whether the parties are being unruly, you must also have a discussion about where the speaker is being fair and whether that's working. And so I think it gives us a very good reflective moment as a country to be able to ask the appropriate questions of the speaker and the leader, and, and certainly the role that they play, they play in Parliament.